Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. And all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. And I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. Get all the night. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. What's going on, everybody? It's Wednesday, August the 8th. Summer is flying by. And here we are once again with uh, a market that is just creeping along, sneakily going higher. Uh, And no surprise, we talk about this often. Dull markets drift higher. Once you learn that, you understand how to stay away from these kind of markets that are just crap. They're just they're hard to trade. Great for investors, not so good for uh, trading. Uh, so you have to be always on your guard and know when it's time to be in and involved and when it's not. And when volatility is making new lows, when the VIX is making new lows, there's not a heck of a lot of reason to be overly involved i tell you that to warn you to help protect you so that you don't get yourself involved in these markets trust me if if it, if it was the old days and i was on the trading floor i would not be on the trading floor i'd be on the golf course okay now of course we saw some interesting action yesterday uh and of course uh Elon musk did it again and you wonder. You always wonder: Is he manipulating the market? Uh, and and my guess is, is is it would have to be something like that. Out of the clear blue sky, Tesla rallies. Uh, you know, from two ninety to three eighty, whatever it is. But yesterday, out comes the announcement that he's going to uh, take it private and at four hundred twenty dollars a share. Number one, I'd like to know where he's going to get the money from. Number two, I'm wondering about the uh, the legality of the announcement, how it came out. I thought that those types of things had to go. Now, I'm sure I would guess there's proper paperwork. Nobody's saying about it. But obviously, whether or not they're anticipating going private or not, uh, that was certainly a shot at the short sellers of Tesla. Okay. And I'm not bitter because I have a short position on, because I have a synthetic on, so I had no risk anyways. Uh, you know, no more risk than I'd already assumed. So it doesn't really matter. But my point is, is that, you know, with this social media view, it created a massive short squeeze. In fact, they had to pull a trading halt uh, yesterday. And, I, and again, I would just wonder, you know, was it was it planned? Was it manipulated? I don't know, okay. But uh, did 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 he tell some of his friends uh, to buy some stock? Again, I don't have any of those answers. Okay, I don't know. I'm not accusing, but I can say this: that certainly 
the the fish smell funny. You know, there's something there at the at the timing of the announcement, at at the whole situation. Uh, you know, out of out of nowhere comes this this major major boom. So again, is it? Is it legal? I don't probably. I mean, I haven't heard anything from the regulators, so I can't say that. But it is a little bit, it is a little bit slippery, as I would say. Of course, I think uh, Mr. Must, one of the greatest uh, business guys, the greatest promoters ever, he's probably a little slippery, as as many are. So you know, again, I, I can't I can't accuse him of doing anything wrong, uh, but it, it certainly again smells funny. Uh, and my mama taught me, uh, if it looks funny, if it smells funny, it's probably funny. And, and, and I would, I would, I would put that this right in that category. Uh, something's rotten in Denmark, but we'll see. Again, it'll it'll play out. Uh, but of course, you know that uh, you know the uh, the situations and how they manage to uh, wiggle by the ones that aren't supposed to. And of course, when it's after the little guy, they pound and pound and pound. So. Ground and pound, that's what it looks like. But, um, you know, overall, I mean, we're, we're just in a, a, a quiet, we're in a, we're in a quiet period. <laughs> you know, uh, there, there is no sellers here, except unless you're, unless you're long gold, then there's all the sellers you want. <laughs> it's, gold just keeps breaking down, breaking down, you know, and, uh, uh, it's 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 interesting uh, at, at how it how it operates, and you know I, I think it's great. And I wrote for Kitco this morning about the um, the gold bug or gold dud, and you know you've got some experts. Well, I don't, they're not really experts; they're fear drivers. Okay, calling for seven hundred gold, and of course the other side of the coins are calling for ten thousand. Now, in my opinion, those are both morons. Both idiots, stupid. I mean, again, could it go to seven hundred? Hundred percent. Could it go to ten thousand? Hundred percent. But wouldn't you think there might be a number of of levels in between that would actually help an investor or a trader without the massive major ignorance, idiot, idiotic call of seven hundred or ten thousand? Again, I have no doubt that both those numbers may be hitting someday. But I can tell you right now, it's stuck between 1180 and 1240. I mean, I can't even really say 1180. I can say 1200 and, and 1240 right now. And I guarantee you there's 500 different portions it'll stop at before it gets to either one of those numbers. So uh, to me, those are, 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 are things that are issued to generate a reaction. Typically, there's a sales letter behind it looking to, to relieve you of some of your cash uh, on, on the hope that they have any idea what they're talking about. And, and 99% of the time, they don't. I mean, I'm still reading this. I'm still using in my some of my presentations uh, things that, have, that I read and, and, and were published years ago about the impending stock market crash as we continue to go higher. Now, I believe there's going to be a market meltdown. But again, I, as I have said, on a repeated basis, that there's no reason to get yourself in a tizzy now looking for that major meltdown because right now it, it isn't coming, right? And and we'll have plenty of time to react to it 
when it does come. And that's always something that just, it, it just irritates me. The whole business of trying to drive individuals based on fear, based on, you know, their emotional state, because that's what that's all about, is driving your emotional state to create you to, to take your credit card out of your wallet and, and, and buy some stupid, um, you know, thing that has virtually no chance of happening. Okay. And, 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 and by the time it does happen, if it does, it'll have moved so many different times. It'll have relieved you of not only the investments you made in the, in the, in the service you bought, but it will relieve you of the, uh, of the investment because you'll be forced out at some point. Just, just saying, that's all. Again, it's just something that I look about and think about all the time. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. Make sure you check out libertytalk.fm, the only station you need, and download the Bubba Show each and every day. And, of course, don't forget about the Sporting Edge and Crypto Investor X, all programming we do for you, trying to tell it to you like it is, trying to keep you on the straight and narrow and give you the best information that we can share with you on a regular basis. So go to libertytalk.fm now and download The Bubba Show. We're going to stop by every break. We'll be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Works. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, you know, we continue to uh, talk about uh, you know what's going on with the trade wars and all the other stuff, and you know I, I think that we 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 make too big of a deal about it. I think if you sit back and you 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 look at the whole situation, okay, it's really just the lobbyists, which we've said, and the politicians that are making a big deal about it. Now I've talked to many farmers. Okay, and I've talked to many people that know farmers, and, and, and none of them are making a major ordeal about this. I mean, the, the TV media might find, you know, one out of a thousand that they try to talk to to get them to say something bad about what's going on. But I think the biggest thing that we, we, we don't talk about is if price is going higher, what difference does it make? Okay. If price is going up, then then there is no problem. And certainly, prices have been going up. Okay, I mean, if you look across the the uh, the, the grain markets, I mean, corn made a low at three thirty eight, and it's three eighty six. So I mean, it's made a low at eight twenty six or nine oh eight. Wheat made a low at four seventy one. It's five seventy one. So that alone should be enough to convince you that they're not a big deal. Now, again, we're going to hear some story about price, and of course we've got the WASD report coming out. Uh, but at the end of the day, okay, the only thing that will keep these prices down is oversupply. And I don't know that that will keep the prices down because I don't think we can be really oversupplied. I think they might miss on their expectations. But I've already heard from, from many in the, in the wheat business that although the crop looked really good, it ain't so good. There's a lot of problems internally that you don't see until you start, you know, harvesting it. 
So uh, I think that one of the things that, you know, we always look at and should always be concerned about is price, you know, and that's why I'm not a big believer in the in the cash market either. I think that, you know, overall, we need to be prepared to handle anything and, and price will tell you what's going on. Okay, price will give you the best answer. And as we continue to see prices rise, then we should understand that there's not a real issue and not a problem. And I think that's the real story that we have to look at when we decide on on what the markets will do next. Not whether or not, you know, the trade wars are on because they will resolve at one point either 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 way. And when you're dealing with a consumable soft commodity, okay, I don't care what the trade wars are, they're going to come down to a supply demand because people got to eat. So we can continue to, to try to bitch and moan about what's going on. And again, I don't think they're a big deal to begin with. Again, that's been my, that has been my stance since day one. Okay. So certainly it's, it's not going to change today. I think we're in the same situation, uh, but of course we do we do have to have people that have to whine and moan about it, and of course m- most of it is coming from, as I've said, the politicians and lobbyists because they're the ones that get a lot of these special perks from uh, from these uh, uh, from the, the 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 nations that they make these horrible deals with. And I think that's something that I find also concerning is when we have to have people that have to make bad deals so that they can make more money, right? You know, I hate when we see, um, you know, some of our politicians making bad deals to benefit their own pocketbook, okay? This is where I think the, the political system has gone wrong is because we've got too many people we've allowed these lobbyists and congress and senate and politicians to make too much money on the outside and you know i think one day we'll talk about this but they should be paid like athletes they should be paid by performance not by the way they're paid because they've got too many too many crooked deals going on it's almost like betting on baseball <laughs> in the meantime this is the Bubba Show we're going to step out and go visit with RFD TV this was done yesterday which was my grain commentary so let's go hang out with John Jenkinson on RFD TV here we go here uh, in the grain market we see where September corn is now down a complete penny and it's trading at 370 with the new crop December corn at 384 it's down one and a quarter cents the soybean market is still on the higher side with August up nine and a half 886 and three quarters November up nine and three quarters 903 and a quarter July Chicago wheat down six at 604 and three quarters of course that is the 19 July crop it's July Kansas City wheat down five and a half at 627 and three quarters. July Minneapolis wheat is down two and three quarters at 655, but September Minneapolis wheat 
that's the nearby contract, up two and a quarter at 630 and a half. December cotton is down 21, though, at 88.19. And for a kind of a feel of what's going on behind the scenes, let's uh, get wit and wisdom now from Todd Bubba Horowitz with Bubba Trading. He joins us right now from Redwood, Illinois. And first of all, Todd, kind of give us your uh, take on what the markets are doing today. Well, I think they're a little bit weak here. Uh, you know, obviously beans are, are strong, which is nice to see. Uh, but I think that you're seeing some natural selling after the rally that we've had. And, and I would expect, you know, possibly a little bit more. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see corn go back to 380. I wouldn't be surprised to see wheat go back to, you know, 560 or 550. But those are just buying opportunities. I mean, everything really looks really solid. And you're going to expect to see some profit taking show up. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. It's a very quiet market. Nothing has changed. It's very dull. So we're going to see some people will take some profits. And, you know, I think there's going to be a deal between China and the United States in the next few days. So I think that that will help prop these up as well. Todd, I know that you always have your finger on the pulse of kind of what's going on underneath the surface here of the market. So, and and you mentioned a little bit about that soybean. You know, uh, a little bit of a little bit of a rally here today. We've backed off a little bit from some of the earlier highs, but um, is is the trade more focused on maybe what could be coming out of an agreement with China, or do you think it's more focused on, uh, oh my goodness, we're going to have a huge crop? Uh, I think it's more focused on what may happen and what may come out. I think really what you're seeing here is overall a little bit of profit taking in the corn and the wheat. And I think, you know, beans, listen, they've rallied 85 cents from the bottoms. But I think that, you know, the trade is telling you, the markets are telling you that they are not at all concerned about what may come out, which means that they think a positive deal will come out. And and I happen to agree. I think that you're going to see a positive announcement that will spike these higher and then we'll see where they go from there. I don't think the size of the crop is going to be an issue. I think really what it is, is do we get a deal in place? Do we get free markets? Do we get rid of all the tariffs, quotas, and the government intervention? Dollar's a little bit weaker today, but the uh, Dow now pushing uh, well above 25000 uh, yeah. And uh, of course, you know, we talk about this dull markets will drift higher and we have, it couldn't be any duller. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good time to take a nap or play golf. Uh, but I think the dollar is, is actually holding up pretty well. It's above that 95 breakout level, which we were looking at. And I firmly expect to see 97 sooner than later. Uh, but I don't think that will have any effect on the, uh, on the ag markets. Again, I think that a higher dollar is already priced in and everybody realizes that the suppression of the dollar by the fed is trying to keep interest rates low and the interest rates are getting away from them as well. So those are a lot of factors that will affect equity markets down the road and will help the grain markets down the road. And you make an excellent point there. And as you mentioned, that dollar just now pressing above 95. Todd Horowitz with Bubba Trading here with us. Todd, great to visit with you. Thanks, John. Now be sure and stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk about the livestock trade and get an update from Superior. And, of course, that was me with John Jankison on RFD-TV and giving you my opinion and my views of what I think is going to happen. And as you can see by the action, I was pretty spot on since that was yesterday. And now we're going to go live to, uh, again, uh, John Jankinson at uh, Real, Rural, Rural Rally Radio and get my views of today and what's going on so you can continue to stay in the flow with me. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, and make sure that you check out our high school program. We're trying to stay in business for the ninth year, and it's getting very, very tenuous. But in the meantime, if you want to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be right back with more 
after the break. The Bobby Show, Todd Bob Horowitz. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, is seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Let's go to Real Rally Radio with our friend John Jenkinson. This is with BubbaTrading.com in Chicago. And uh, good morning, Mr. Bubba. What are you looking at for today's trade here? Good morning, Marlon. Well, I think we're going to see some some choppy action, but I think the action looks pretty good. I think in the grains, you, you have... Uh, higher, slightly higher markets. You know, after a little bit of a sell-off yesterday, they were mixed. Beans were higher. Uh, corn and wheat were a little bit lower. But I think everything looks looks solid and looks good. And I I, I do think that we're going to probably see uh, some sort of announcement uh, between the, the now and the end of the week about uh, China coming to the table about trade. Uh, you can see that their equity index continues to get pounded and is now in a bear market. And uh, the action that I'm seeing suggests that there's going to be some kind of a deal here pretty quickly. And I think we continue to go higher. I think that uh, you know every dip right now is a just another buying opportunity in these grains. I think the bottoms are were put in, and I think that you're going to continue to see higher prices. Yeah, I'm hearing uh, kind of through the grapevine, the Chinese economy is not all that rosy right now. It is in brutal condition, and of course, that is one of the big uh, trump cards, pardon the pun, that we have, is that our economy is, is booming right now, and we are the biggest economy in the world anyways, and we don't necessarily need China, and China needs us. And they've been buying a lot of grains through Argentina, our grains through Argentina anyways, so I think that the, you know this will work itself out, and I think this is going to be the best for everybody, because I think it gets rid of the tariffs, I think it gets rid of the quotas, I think it then becomes just true free market. Markets, and I think that's what I'm looking forward to. We have some big reports coming out on Friday that uh, USDA will release related to crop production and supply and demand. What do you think has the potential to throw the biggest curve into the trade? Well, I, I think based on, on price, I think they're they're pricing in right now some bullish action. Uh, so if the if the numbers are don't exceed expectations, then I think you could see a fairly good sell off. I mean, again, you know, one of the things I always look for is what we call market expectations, and you know, because you've got a lot of money flowing in trying to guess what these numbers are going to be and these, those aren't really guesses; those are people that have actually put these numbers together and have models that. Uh, figure out what the numbers are supposed to be. So if they miss and they don't make expectations, you could see some heavy selling, but I don't think there'll be uh, too much of a misser. Interesting where the average trade gas looks to be about 176.3. Now, USDA has stayed with their uh, early estimate of 174 bushels per acre on corn. Um, there's differing opinion, of course, like you mentioned, about how far out on a limb they will go to adjust that number. 
Uh, we did see a little bit of decline in crop conditions ratings on the corn and more so in the soybeans here this last week do you look for more of that to happen in the coming week as well i do and i think that also has been uh, you know from my understanding and from people that i talk to also wheat has been uh, downgraded quite a bit as well so i i think there there could be some some issues out there which obviously can promote some higher prices as well uh there's there's a lot going on but the right now again the market action suggests that we continue to go higher. There, there will be dips in the road. There will be some uh, potholes. But I think that overall, we're going to go back over that $4 corn. And, and I think we're going to see well over $6 wheat. And I think we're going to get back to the $10 beans. Speaking of wheat, how aggressive are you on marketing your, your wheat that maybe you have in storage? Maybe from the just harvested crop. Or are you looking at 2019 and uh, starting to pull the trigger already? Well, actually, what, I, what I'm doing, Marlon, is I'm kind of hedging the back position so that I don't have to get out. And, you know, again, I'll sell it at, at, at good prices, but I'm going to lock in. I mean, I've already locked in 560 uh, for my wheat right now, and I don't have to worry about it. So if it goes to 510, well, I'm good. I'm out at 560 if I want. And if it goes up to 650, it goes up to 650, I can then just lift off my hedge and go ahead and, and use that. And that's, I think, the bigger thing that most don't understand is that if you set it up properly, you get the benefit from the moves that go up and you're protected on the moves that go down some people say that they tend to stick with chicago wheat just because there is more volume there maybe more liquidity as they say others think that uh, maybe kansas city wheat may be representative of maybe the shortest supplies or something and then you have that minneapolis wheat out there that seems to be more volatile so which one do the investors tend to lean toward well you need to lean to chicago because that is where the liquidity is you do not have a lot of liquidity out in minneapolis or kansas city so you know when you're trading in very thin markets you can just get trap based on them being just too thin so i think you have to use chicago because that's where the liquidity lies that's where the volume lies that's where all the business lies and if you don't then you could get yourself in a as they say a trick box and and the reason you bring that up i I assume is that if you do want to change positions or reverse positions get out of your position it should be easier to do in a in a a higher volume trade, I guess, like in Chicago. Uh, otherwise, you may not have anybody to take the opposite side in a thinner market, I guess, at times. 100%. You, you got to have liquidity, Marlon. The whole key to, to marketing, the whole key to trading, the whole key to investing is to have liquidity in the markets that you're trading in. Without liquidity, you can only get hurt if you're wrong. And that's where we have to make sure that we're protected. Okay, and and for those out there that don't know uh, the difference, uh, Chicago represents soft red wheat. Kansas City wheat represents a hard red winter wheat. And Minneapolis uh, represents that uh, spring wheat trade out there. Uh, Todd, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment, and we'll talk more with Todd Bubba Horwitz. To the phone line here, we have Todd Bubba Horwitz on the line. He's with BubbaTrading.com in Chicago. We're talking about the markets here. We were uh, talking about expected corn yields at 176.3 in the upcoming reports on Friday from USDA. That's the average trade guess. By the way, the average soybean yield is pegged at 49.8 bushels per acre. Uh, That would be just a hair under 50. And uh, most analysts that I've been speaking with here, Todd, they fully expect that we could very easily see record soybean carryout worldwide. That's what I'm hearing, uh, but uh, you know the the necessary the, the price action isn't necessarily suggesting that though, right? We continue to go higher, so if we're going up. That is that you know that's not suggesting that there might be a little bit lower, and I think that's the more the more important thing to watch, in my opinion, Marlon, is always the price action. That that's that will always give you 
what the what the, what the real money expects to happen versus the reports that we get because you know how some of these things are reported they're not always done as accurately as we would like them to be done and i think when you're listening and watching price that's a much better gauge of what's going to happen next in the markets and uh, speaking of the world carryouts, here's a look at the average trade guesses. So for the old crop that we're wrapping up here, uh, they're looking at corn to be 190.8 million tons, soybeans 95.8, and uh, wheat at 273 million tons. This is worldwide index stocks, and that's for the old crop. Now for the new crop, uh, they're looking at corn to be 152.2 million, soybeans 99.3, and uh, the wheat at 255.6. That soybean number, uh, July... USDA numbers were at 98.3, so that would be uh, another million added on top of that number we had last month. So they are looking at uh, apparently a little better production coming up here. And it sounds like the weather forecasts don't seem all that bad when you look at finishing the corn and soybean crop out in the Midwest. No, they, everything looks to be, uh, you know, looks to be A-OK, as they say. I, I think you can continue to look for things to be right. But, of course, one thing we always know is around the corner something is always lurking and there's always a potential problem out there and i think that's the bigger concern you know again we we've priced in a lot of information and originally we priced in disaster and we've already bounced from that so now i, I think we watch and see how again where the money flow comes to because again that will tell me the that will tell me the weather that will tell me everything if i didn't see anything i could see by the price action what the market had it's fascinating to me uh, because I, I do get your uh, uh, market tweets through the day, and, and uh, I'll glance at them once in a while. And and uh, from time to time, you'll say that there's an announcement coming up. I don't know why. I don't know what. But just judging by the market action, there's something coming. And every time that does come to fruition, uh, not real sure how you do that, but it is interesting. Uh, you have some telltale signs that you apparently watch for there. Well, you know, it's fine. I'm like Harry Houdini, right? Now, when you when you watch the market action, you see that the, you can see the way that things are trading, right? You can just kind of tell that there has to be something coming out because there's really no reason why a market would trade in a certain direction. And I think that's what you're watching here. You know, if if you believe the whole all the stuff about the trade war, for example, then why are grains rallying, right? So that tells me that there's action out there that that's going to create a news item. And then if I compare the equities at the same time, why are the equities continue to go higher if everybody's so worried about what's going to happen? And they talk about smooth hauling and all the other t- trade agreements that went bad, but yet the markets go up every day. So to me, that just means there's an announcement that's going to be coming that we don't we can't price for yet, and that's why the markets continue to rally. And I think that's something that I always look at, and that's what I'm always watching for. Well, it's fascinating to watch, and uh, thanks for sharing all the information on the markets. Always good to visit with you, Todd. Thanks, uh, appreciate Tom. it, sir. Todd Bubba Horwitz is with a company called BubbaTrading.com. He's located in Chicago. Now, we are going to pause for a break. And-, and, of course, that was me with Marlon Bowling, my buddy from uh, Rural Rally Radio, filling in for John Jenkinson. And, of course, you, you heard what I said. You understand what I said about uh, what market expectations are and what we expect and, and why we expect certain things to happen. And I think that that is something that you, you want to uh, always understand is to be aware of the surroundings around you and what will possibly drive the market in one direction or the other. That's always something that we want to make sure that we have a good grasp on because, again, if you try to trade the news, if you try to trade before the, on the news after it's out, basically you're going to be a dead duck. It's very hard. It's almost impossible 
to get that right. So make sure you, you, you focus on the footprint that the markets are leaving. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, make sure that you check out our high school investing program. We're trying to educate the youth of America, but we're running out of funds. And nine years in, I've spent every dime myself until last year when we started to raise some money through Patreon. And thanks to those, all of you that have helped. If you'd like to help, go to patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading and help us out there. And don't forget to download The Bubba Show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. This is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and we'll be back with more after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, we're coming right back to you. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. It's The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and it's Wednesday, August the 8th, and summer is flying by, as we said. You know... I don't know about you guys. I don't know what you think, but I tell you what, I am sick and tired of the trolls on on Twitter, on Facebook, all over the place. You know, I, I wonder why these people don't have the guts to step up and 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 address you head on instead of trolling you on the on the internet. You know, I think that's one of the biggest things that I hate about the social media age is is the trolls that are gutless that hide behind some stupid moniker okay that 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 wouldn't have the guts i mean i i've i've made an open invitation they can come on my show they want to they got a point to make but you know i get these idiots that you know make stupid statements okay and and hide from you know i answer every single email uh, that I get, and, and I and I just wonder why is it that we feel so compelled to have to, you know, uh, hide behind and make make moronic statements? Okay, now I don't I, listen. If you got an opinion, I have no problem listening to anybody's opinion, but to sit and hide behind and then use an accusatory tone, uh, you know, I mean, I've been writing commentary for 15 years. I've been doing commentary on, on national TV for 15 years. And you know what? I always just say what my opinion is. And it's very clear. I'm thinking, I, I think I try to be very clear about what I'm doing on a regular basis. And, 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 I don't, and, I, and, and you know what's funny? When I'm wrong, I, I come out and say that I made a bad call. But yet you have these trolls that, that, that continue to bash everyone from me to whoever and i don't care if they, you can bash me all you want i got i got i got thick skin uh, i've traded uh, i've traded with the biggest sharks in the world okay you want to bash me feel free but if you're going to bash me have the guts and the balls to step up and put your name behind it instead of hiding behind a little sissy little moniker on, on a twitter or somewhere else in, in social in the social media land you know the, the trolls are are just you know it's like it's like the paid protesters you know that that are back to go out and protest can't get a real job can't do anything so why not go out and protest for a living and try to ruin a great country and, and I think that and to me that's what I see about the social media platforms that's why I hate them because I, I you, you you get people on there that either uh, 
talk smack and don't have the guts to stand behind it, okay? Or you have people on there that, that want to bully you, okay? I mean, isn't that amazing? You know, you want to bully somebody? Look them in the eye. Look eye. You know, I, I, I often wonder. You know, I've seen, obviously, between... Growing up in the in in the period of the '60s, which was obviously a, a very tenuous time to begin with, uh, and, and then you know coaching coaching kids and, and seeing how ridiculous the parents are, uh, but at least they had the guts to at least step up if they had a problem. Okay, here hiding behind you know a computer. And trying to bully people behind a computer, and and you have no, maybe you do have an idea, but the, we, there's been many, many uh, suicides and things like that from people that have been, that have been bullied through social media, and, and you know, and, and unfortunately and sadly through it all, I know a couple of them. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I have two kids in their twenties, and so I've seen this happen, and I've seen. Some very tragic events happen because people are very, they have a lot of guts when they don't have to look at you. They have a lot of guts when they don't have to identify themselves. And, and I find that a tragedy. I, I think to me, it's just, it's something that, you know, is, is, is gutless, heartless. And, and, I, and I wish that we could somehow eliminate that because, you know, Life is great. And for some reason, we have some people that want to make it not so great. And I don't know what their problem is. But, you know, what I do now is instead of answering, I just block people. Again, you have a valid opinion. I will extend the invitation for anybody with a valid opinion to come right on my show anytime you want. You can put your opinion out in the public. I have no problem with it. Okay. Again, I have many of my guests I don't always agree with, but I will tell them what I don't agree with. We will discuss it, okay? Or I'll let them have their say and, and let it go, okay? Because I have no problem. I, again, I'm not right all the time. That's for sure. I mean, you know, I just know what I, I know what my opinion is, and you and I don't have to agree. But again, if you don't want to agree, that's fine. But 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 don't don't be. You know, like what's going on now and hiding behind you know ridiculous names and hiding behind. A group of people, uh, you know. Let's let let's let's be, uh, I guess, the adults in the room, and, and let things be what they're going to be. All right, it's enough of my lecture. <laughs> you know, I just it just it's it's very frustrating when you try to provide content to people when you try to to give them you know an edge and give them a thought process of what and why you think certain things are going to happen. And they just continue to troll you. I, I, to me, that's just, that's just sad and wrong. And, you know, again, uh, so, well, at least we got, uh, at least we got the PGA tournament coming up this week. Sorry, tomorrow. <laughs> I'll have something to do. Uh, cause certainly I don't expect to see any action in the markets, but I will tell you there is news coming. Okay. There is news coming, and you can just you can see by the way the markets are trading. You can see by the 
overall price action of what's going on, that there is news pending somewhere. And it is not news that we can identify today. It is news that will be, my guess is it'll be China comes to the table. That would be the guess that I would make. Uh, and, and, and again, the problem is, I, I think that's what the markets are pricing in. Hence, why we go up every day right now. Okay? You know, again, there's always a reason behind the footprint of the market. And I think that's one of the things that we, we tend to forget and to get, tend not to be on top of is the, is the market footprint. And I think if you look, for example... The NASDAQ is up, you know, six out of the last seven days. The Dow is up, you know, uh, five out of seven. The S&P, I think it might be seven out of seven. No, six out of seven. You know, again, so we know that there's something coming out there because the volumes continue to shrink. And that goes back to what I always tell you, is that there's always money coming in the market. There's always money flowing in. Okay, why? Because you've got mutual funds, you've got, uh, you know, pensions and everything that that they buy every day. Uh, They buy markets up, they buy markets down. That's just the money that flows in. So the markets will drift higher on that information. And then from there, we'll see. Now, again, I expect to see a pretty big announcement to come out. Uh, Again, and I'm only guessing... um, uh, and uh, um, I'm only using what knowledge I can uh, based on, you know, what the markets are telling me. Okay. And that this is just, again, this is information that we get based on the way the markets trade. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And as always, I thank you for so much for being here. And I want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm and download the Bubba Show each and every day, as well as the Sporting Edge on the weekends. And don't forget about Bubba's Daily Update. Every day I do an update after the close, three to five minute video. I will email it to you directly. All you have to do is go to bubbatrading.com, fill out the little box, no credit card, nothing required. And I will put you on the list of getting tomorrow's newspaper today. The Bubba Show. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow on Thursday. This is The Bubba Show. Top up more. Have a great day, and thank you so much. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.